Welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast, where you'll learn how to structure terms and use various creative financing strategies to create profitable deals for short and long-term wealth. Whether you're a buy and hold investor, wholesaler, or flipper, learning creative financing will help you do more deals and unlock profits that you may not even know existed. On the Creative Financing Podcast, we break down actual deals we and our guests are doing and simplify the methods and terms used to execute these strategies. Now, let's dive in and create some terms. Hello, and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Gallegos, here with... Jeff Rappaport. And guys, this is the second episode uh, from Deal Structuring Straight from the CRM, where uh, Jeff just picks out uh, a lead that's in his CRM. And uh, we went over the la- went over the details on the last episode, and uh, then we came up with our first offer. And so if you haven't heard the last episode, go back and listen to that so that this one actually makes sense to you. The details on the house is we have a three-bed, two-bath two-car garage, 2,100-square-foot house in Arizona. It was built in 2016. The owner lives there. It's in excellent condition. Uh, the owner is open to terms. Uh, property is free and clear. And uh, there is a, a $108 HOA fee. Um, and the seller thinks it's worth 400000 And that's what he wants. He wants right around that 400000 So that's his hot button. Um Taxes about uh, two thousand fifty one a year. Insurance somewhere around you know, sixty to eighty bucks a month. Uh, the Zestimate that, uh, that Jeff pulled up was uh, three thirty nine, and uh, he thinks that market rents would be about nineteen hundred to two thousand. So on our last episode, we talked about Jeff's hybrid offer, where uh, you know we offered he offered three ninety five k. For the offer price, 21K down, uh, 374K in financing at 2.5% interest for three years. Then we work through those numbers. So on this episode, um, we're going to work through another offer that uh, Jeff came up with. So let's get into it, Jeff. Excellent recap, Jonathan. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. All right. So... Really, now what we're trying to do is create a new offer where it's different enough uh, for the seller to consider still will work for us. And remember, most likely, we we decided that uh, a potential wholesale deal to a landlord is probably too tight. So we're looking at trying to either wholesale this to an owner occupant or sell you know buy it and then resell it to an owner occupant stay in the middle those are pretty much our two uh exit strategies that we're trying to create offers around right and that's because there's really not a lot of equity or no equity really there's no uh, there's there. really none right and, I mean, and asking over uh what the property is worth yeah, and not and there's no cash flow um, as a not land. much, right? So yeah. we were able to create a two hundred and thirty eight dollar a month cash flow on option one, uh, but this option that, that there will be even less. So that this one probably becomes more of uh, a complete wholesale, um, okay. uh, not staying in the middle. Okay, gotcha. So, 
what what I like to do, and part of the creative financing and putting together multiple offers is, uh, you know, having certain strategies that you like to use and uh, that would uh, not only that you like to use, but would be uh, beneficial to make offers to sellers, right? So, um, so what I like to do is we, we did a three-year term last time which is like my go-to. It's my shortest one normally that uh, you know, would make sense other than you know, a, a rehab or something you know, really short term. And what I'll do now is I will come up with a new offer and I will amortize it over 30 years. And you could come in and we, we uh, the purchase price that we came in at on the first option was 395. Uh, you could come in even higher. You could come in at let's say 400. Uh, I typically come in a little less. And the reason for it is that I really don't want the seller to take this offer. Um, I have more flexibility with the first offer. It's a shorter term. Um, I, I I first and foremost, I want the seller to take one of my offers. Second, sometimes I want the seller to take a particular offer. And uh, it is not uncommon that I would like them to take offer number one, uh, which is the hybrid offer. Okay. So I am going to come in just a little bit under where we were before. So remember, this seller price conscious wants right around 400,000. I think we decided that we'd probably be within that 390-ish, no less than that. So I'm going to come in at 390. Okay. Okay. $5,000 less. Yep. But I'm going to up my down payment a bit. So I up my down payment up to 27,000. And the way that I look at this is that, hey, if the, the the property, if I can offer really good terms to a buyer, that they will overpay as well. And I will probably, in option one, I decided to take a $40,000 down payment. In option two, I would also take 40, but I will shoot for 45. So, okay. What that means is that. Hey, if I get $45,000, I've got to pay 27 of that to the seller. Yeah. That means we make $18,000. Okay. So what what we would have to sell this property for is um for 408. Okay. Right? Yep. Okay. So uh, actually less than what we were selling it for in option one. I think we were at 425. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So then what I did is I'm looking at, um, you know, where I think the interest rate needs to be. So really all I'm doing is playing with some numbers, right? So I'm taking 390 minus 27,000. We just so three, I've got 363, right? Present value. Yep. Yep. So I'm going to take, let's say, 3.5% interest over 30 years. That's what? 
1630 for payment. Yeah, 16303. Yep. Okay, I'll probably try six uh, 3.75. Um, that's 1681. Take 4%, 1733. So I don't always like to just come in like the highest. Uh, I want to leave a little room for negotiation. Plus, you know, sometimes they just take what you offer. And uh, if they do, then, um, you know, we, we, we have a very much more sellable product. Yeah. Okay. So I decided on 3.5, okay. uh, which is $30 more a month than, you know, an option one, not tremendous difference. And normally it's not the, the payments typically don't vary a whole lot in my, my different options. Cause we, we, we've looked at what a payment should be and we, we don't want to deviate a tremendous amount from that. Could yeah. I offer it? more on this one because it's an owner occupant yeah probably could um you know i'm not if i'm not looking at staying in the middle and i don't think that i am on this one uh and i'll tell you why in just a minute but uh you know i, I probably could go i probably could come in you know closer to 17 or a little over 1700 a month um so that's something that you can decide but the key here that I'm trying to do is, so this is going to be a longer term and it's going to be amortized over 30 years, okay? That, that's almost always for me. And, okay. uh, but I also feel like that this guy does not want um, uh, a long-term kind of solution. He's looking shorter term and so I already made a three-year offer. This one's going to be a five-year offer. Gotcha. Okay. So, so if I leave the numbers the same, right? Purchase price three ninety, down payment twenty-seven thousand, three point five percent amortized over thirty years. We have a monthly payment of sixteen thirty principal and interest in sixty months. <clears throat> Our balloon payment will be three hundred and twenty-five thousand six hundred. Yeah. Now, if you remember, uh, in our last episode or our last series of episodes, where we talked about you know how to create this LOI and how your offers need to be different, um, we talked about comparing this payoff, this balloon payment compared to our first one, and that this one needs to be less. Um, so this is 325,600. The balloon payment on the first offer was 343,346, okay? So, which makes sense, right? In five years, this should be a lower balance than in three years. Correct, yeah. Okay. So now let, let's figure out what the last key component of this is, okay? We have to incentivize the seller to accept a longer term. So what, what are we doing? Uh, well, we, we already came in the less purchase price, so that, that's not much of an incentive. That, that's not going to be much of an incentive for the seller to go longer term, right? Yep. 
but we are giving them a little more money up front, okay? We are giving them a higher interest rate, higher monthly payment. Uh, it's only a two-year longer term, but let's figure out what the seller nets. Okay. So we take the 1630, whoop, 1630 a month. We times that by 60, right? Get 60 payments. That's 97,800. And then uh, we gave him 20, so plus 27,000 equals 124,800 plus the balloon of 325,600 equals 450,400. That is correct. So how does that compare to our first offer? Uh, he makes uh, over 20, what, 20? It's almost 30,000 more, right? Yeah, we're 000. at 421. 946 is what the seller grossed on the last offer. So this one will gross 450, yep. 400. Now, what, what if we wanted to, you know, what, what if we really like this offer for whatever reason um, and we wanted to increase the seller's net? How could we do that? How would we increase the seller's net? Yeah. On this offer? Yeah. Well, we already did versus the last offer. Right, but what, um, what but if this number came out and we weren't happy with it? We wanted you, it to you be can, higher. Uh, add, uh, uh, just use a higher interest rate. So you could increase the or, interest rate, which would increase the monthly payment. Price. We could increase the price. Yep. Um, so that we, we have some options here, but do you think an extra almost 30 grand to stay in it for two more years might in, might be an incentive for the seller to do. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even though I don't really want him to take this and let, let's talk about why, and then we'll wrap this one up and we'll get to our third and final offer. Okay. All right. So on the first one, we had that rapid principal pay down on this one. We do not. This is a straight 30 year amortization the same thing that we're gonna offer our buyer, right? So in three years, we we owe, we owe or in five years, we owe the seller 325,600. Um, what if we just take that same example that we had, um, but we're gonna sell this property for 425, okay? 425 minus, let's say 40,000. That was what we used in our first example. And let's say, what did we decide we would sell it for? Like 4.5, I think. On the uh, the interest rate? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. How the percent interest. Was. Yeah. That we were going to sell it for. Yeah, we, yeah, we're going to sell it for four twenty-five, with ten percent down at four percent interest for thirty-six months. Okay, so uh, so our payment would be around nineteen fifty. So actually, there's a three hundred and twenty dollar a month cash flow there. Um, so actually, a little bit better than the other one, um, which uh, we make a little less money up front, right? Because uh, we're paying a higher down payment. 
Yep. So we're we're only netting thirteen grand, but we, even though we have a little higher payment, um, we're netting a little bit more, um, uh, sixteen thirty, um, so three twenty, maybe forty dollars more. But let's see where the the balloon is. Okay, so we did what you said. The sell price was. I just took four twenty five minus forty. Um, you know, pretty much what we had decided on the other one. So there's still a twenty five. You might be able to stay in the middle on this one if you wanted to. Um, a little better passive income. Um, uh, you're still going to have a twenty five thousand uh, dollar spread at the end of it. So. It's certainly possible if you wanted to stay in the middle, you could. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm just going through the. What'd you get for your balloon uh, to our buyer? Did you get three fifty nine fifty seven? Three fifty. I got three forty five. Three thirty three. Did you go? So, so I took four twenty five. Yeah, minus, minus 40. That's 385 present value. Yep, 4.5. Oh, you did 4.5. I did 3.5. There yeah. we go. So the payment's 1950 a month. Interest. Okay. And then 60 month balloon in future value. Okay. So right right away, we have two offers that may make sense right they're in the realm of consideration for sure um really the big issue is um seller should like the price seller should like what he's going to net over you know a fairly short period of time what is the one question mark that we wonder if the seller will be open to based on both these offers what's the one question uh which one does he like better? No. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, the down payment, isn't it? Because the down oh. payment is on the low side on both of them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If, if it's the, that really, the, to me, that these are 80% uh, of the way there. Um, if, if he's truly open to um, staying in it for a few years, right? If he doesn't need this money, this is a way for him to get maximum value not not only on the sale of the property but for staying in it for a few years so really to me after the first two offers i think both of them present um good offers that he would be interested in minus one thing uh, potentially one thing and that's the down, the down payment. payment okay yeah okay, okay. Well, cool so that will uh, lead us right into our next episode. That's so correct. stay tuned, guys, for that. Um, so the thing that sticks out to me, Jeff, is just, well, the thing I was wondering is like, okay, you, you go from your hybrid interest to your, um, you know, 30-year amortized, amortized interest. But I, from when we first did the hybrid interest, and I was like, well, how do you offer something else or something more? Um, but really it wasn't it wasn't a whole lot more it was just and it could have been you know i i could raise this interest rate to 
um, you know, 4.25%. And I still think now we won't want to stay in the middle. But right. That, uh, yeah. That we yeah. Then, then it would be even more. Yeah. Then the seller would net even more. Correct. Um, and I could have done that. Uh, uh, that way, there is a bigger difference between my 2.5 and my 3.5. You know, even if I came in at 4% here, um, you know, now I'm looking more as a strictly as a, a wholesale. And the only reason I didn't do that is that, hey, I'm offering him more of a down payment. Um, uh, let's say I only get 40, that, then I make 13,000. Um, you know, uh, we're we're trying to make minimum of twenty, and uh, so that that is our goal. And um, you know, and we we've done significantly better than that on a lot of our assignment fees. But on these types, you know, I, I'm not expecting. You know, I've got to price this based on what I expect to get as a down payment. So yeah. I'd shoot for forty five on this one. Um, on the first one, I have more flexibility because I know I would stay in the middle. Um, and you know, if someone came with 40, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well guys, hope you're enjoying this and you know, really, I didn't say this from the beginning, but what you should be doing on these episodes is pulling out your financial calculator and following along with us, uh, just as I am with you, Jeff, we didn't go over any of this prior to uh you know this recording right we, we never do no <laughs> no i'm i'm just simply sitting here with my financial calculator and i'm following along with jeff and you guys can do the same thing um you know if you just sit down concentrate and pull your financial calculator out and have something to scribble numbers on right so you yep. guys can do the same thing and really for me, this is the, the best practice that I get right here, just running through the numbers with you, Jeff, because um, then I feel like I'm actually putting it together just as you do, right? So These are my favorite episodes because um, yeah, real life, um, you know, I, I created this offer yesterday. Uh, it'll get made today. And uh, the, the, this is exactly what goes on in our business. Yeah. Yep. And you guys can go out there and do the exact same thing in yours. So if you like this content and you, you like what you're hearing, please uh, rate and review our show, pass it along to your friends or any, anyone you know who might be interested. Um, really helps us get the word out. Uh, you can find all of our episodes at the creative financing hot or uh, podcast.com. Um, that's our archive. Uh, if you guys are interested in getting special access to Jeff's video where he shows you in video format how to do this, exact the exact same thing we're doing here, just uh, taking a, a lead from a CRM and uh, putting together offers like that, um, please text uh, CFP or Creative Financing to our hotline number. That's 877-409-8090. <coughs> And uh, if you guys are interested in the Creative Financing Academy, where it's going to be video-based, uh, you know, deal by deal, just like this, um, where you know Jeff pulls out leads from a CRM and we run through the numbers, um, hit us up on our hotline, or you can DM us on Facebook. Uh, what else am I missing? The apprenticeship program, Jeff. Uh, you want to talk about that? Sure. Uh... 
basically it's uh we, we wholesale virtually all over the country both residential and commercial we have an app we absolutely have a creative financing component to it um we work with people all over the country teaching them what we do and how we do it uh we focus on um it is a very structured program uh you there are expectations involved with it we're going to hold you accountable we're going to do our best to make you follow through um it is super affordable and you can make some money while you are training with us um it is a minimum of 90 days and it well we have people that are in our program for three years now so um if you have an interest in that contact rebecca r-e-b ECCA at weofferoptions with an S.com. Awesome. Okay, guys. Till next time, go out there and create some terms. Thanks for listening to the Creative Financing Podcast. We need your feedback to continue to bring you the best strategies in creative financing. So please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We greatly appreciate your ear and please pass this on. Until next time, create some terms. This show offers general information on creative financing strategies and real estate investments. Nothing contained herein should be considered personal, legal, or financial advice. Every state has individual laws governing the use and type of documents used to execute strategies discussed herein. You should consult with a local licensed real estate broker and attorney before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed, and opinions of the guests are their own. Profits are not guaranteed, and there's always inherent risk in real estate investing.